0: Good afternoon, good afternoon. Let me first say unto you guys, you got to be special and highly favored because God has me to testify things unto you that I would have never ever said or talked about amongst people, especially I don't even know that well. You understand? I don't even talk about certain testimonies with those who encountered the testimonies with me. Hallelujah. But to God be the glory in everything. Because we endured throughout the entire trial or tribulation or any tragedy. And that's how God receives his glory. Because what was set up to cause you to fall, God used it to set you up to prosper. So it's nothing wrong with testifying. But honestly, guys, up to me, I wouldn't barely... You, the things you hear, you. I would have never said on my own. Trust me. Just now, my son come home and God said, give them a testimony of your son. And I was like, say what? I don't talk about my son like that. God said, talk about your son and give a testimony of your son. I don't mind doing that. In one big nutshell... I have one hour or even less than to bring you up to speed in 14 years. Okay. um, For those who don't know, when I was, you know, coming home from my baby shower, pregnant with my son, I was hit by a drunk driver head on collision and it caused me to go in labor but my water wasn't broke, but I was contracting very, very bad due to the trauma. And I was in labor for a whole week, you understand. and I had five broken ribs, a sling, and other you know injuries as well due to the accident. And when my son was born, you know they had to actually break my labor and they kept asking me to push. she't he just was ready to come. And they, you know, they waited a whole week to try to keep them within because it was less than nine months that I was pregnant. I was 32 weeks, you know, that's eight months. So, you know, you have 40 weeks to go. I mean, 40, you know, total. But um, anyway, I uh, had my son. They had an emergency, you know, cesarean section, you know. My son was born. And then on top of that, by him being, you know, premature, and you know, a lot of the trauma you know caused it. You know, him to be you know, you know, come early, premature. So he had you know a couple of blood transfusions, and I mean, he had like two blood blood transfusions in one day. Out of total, he had about maybe six. Every day, they would call me and say, "Miss Hood, we have news, and my heart would drop every time. What now? What? What? And mind you, I'm still trying to heal from my injuries. So I was highly medicated, and, you know, they was trying to, you know, keep me calm, and I was, you know, I can barely walk. My ribs were broken, and, you know, I had to, you know, have a surgery to have my son. And it was like, you know, it's always it was always something when they called. His blood is low. We'd give him more blood. And we need to test, someone gave him blood, but they didn't even test. I'm like, what do you mean you didn't test the blood? So, <laughs> and I began to declare a blood over every blood. And that was a success. And um, he had, you know, he had to get a feeding tube, and he had a feeding tube, and he had other incisions, you know, in his leg, and he had incision on his side of his stomach. And he had just a numerous of things going on, you know, in his health-wise. And after, he spent maybe like, two, three months in the hospital. Um, he was in NICU the entire time. And then from NICU, he went to the hospital for sick children. He was there for another three months. And I was like, when am I gonna be able to take my baby home? He's he's like six, almost one now. He'd been there too long. So they was like, we, I was like, you know what? This is, they kept telling me every time it's time me to take my child home. I get everything, they say, no, he can't come home yet. I said, you know what, forget this. This time y'all tell me he coming, I'm taking my child home. And I grabbed my son, I took my son home. I thought that's where he belonged. You understand? And it caused it, you know, a lot of things were going on with my son and his heart rate dropped numerous of times. And I mean, all the way to zero. And that means that he just had no, you know, no breath in his body at the time as an eight month old baby. Premature baby, due to all the surgeries and everything, it was too much for him to take so small and so young, so fragile, you understand. And so his heart rate kept dropping, and they had to keep, you know, sedating him, I mean, not sedating him, but, you know, reviving him. And until they revive him, you understand, when your brain go down and it revive itself It has to program all over again. Remind you, he's only an 8-month-old child. So, they was giving me all these kind of possibilities and impossibilities. And I just kept, you know, declaring and decreeing over God. So, it took a lot of therapy to get my son to be able to even, you know, comprehend to say anything. Even at the age of 1 and 2, I was noticing different things about my child. I was like, he's not talking, you know, he's not... I mean, he appeared to look okay. You understand? But are you okay? You know, because you're not talking, you know. It's like everything you did, it was a delay. And it was like, following in your walking, you were crawling late, you were talking late. And I was like, oh my gosh, what's going on with my child? I begin to lay hands on that kid every day and every night. And I began to put scriptures in him and everything. I was not playing. I had him swallowed, you know what I'm saying, holy oil, all the time. And I began to speak the word over my child. And you know what I'm saying? But I had, to get, I had to give him the help that he needed. You understand? It's not to cover up anything to deny the healing of Christ. We already healed. You understand that? But certain things happen to the physical body that you must take care of. And that is indeed a fact. So I had to take him to my son to therapy. He was walking and crawling at the same time. Imagine what that looks like. So I'm like, okay, so now we have to give him surgery in his leg. And so then he get searching his leg, and you know, and it's, I was like, God, what's going on? And then I was like, Okay, now he's saying words, but his words are not. He's in daycare, I'm at work, and I'm like, You know, my son's not saying much as he ought to say. Maybe he's just a quiet child. I was quiet, maybe he's thinking, but then when you get to a certain age, you know, like two and a half to three, you should be saying something. So my son he wouldn't you know he couldn't relate to me or respond to me like I expected a child to, because at that time I'm working with his age group. So I'm like, I know what to expect. I'm certified to work with children with or without special needs. So I'm like, okay, he's not talking to me. Like okay, so I'm, I'm writing things down. I'm teaching him sign language. We were signing all the time. And so I look at him and like he he wouldn't give me eye contact. And it's like number one sign of uh, you know, no comprehension. Because a person who understands and comprehends give you a sign that they understand what you're saying. And he would just stare at me. And I'm like, okay, I'm only saying little stuff that he should know. And he's it's not working. It's not helping. So I, the sign language was helping. But the thing is, if he's not in my care, I have to wear those who care he's in. And everybody don't have, you know, the you know education skills to do signing the way how we do. So I begin to give them books and... Give them the background of my son. You know, you got to give them the entire history of how he was born. What was the traumas to him, his surgeries and everything that was going on. Because they did, they actually thought that my son would not make it. They was like, you know what? I'm just going to be honest with you. Too many blood transfusions. Too many incidents. We got to keep going in and cutting on this child. We don't want to keep doing that. I said, I don't care what you say or what you do. You better do whatever it takes to keep my child here. Because I said that. And they did everything, and you know, they can also show you know, I, you know, I brought him home. But you know, he just kept his heart rate just kept dropping. It just get they call me and say, His heart rate dropped again. Stay with us, baby DJ. Stay with us, baby DJ. And I'm like, Oh, come on, David, please. God, help me, Lord. It was very nerve wracking. I mean, I began to shake, like, come on, God, you can't, I can't be experiencing nothing like this. No, I'm not going to experience nothing like this. And it was really bad to my nerves due to the medication they also had me on. And my son, when he started going to, you know, school, they began to tell me that, you know, he's not talking as much, he's not responding. So we're going to, you know, give you, you know, some. Some resources that can help your son, you know, let them evaluate him and see how he's doing and see if he's on target. Because an average two and a half to three year old will be talking and expressing how they feel. And he's not saying anything. He just go and do what he want and see. That's how he's responding to what he see and how he feel. He's not saying anything verbally. He would say maybe one or two things. And I was like begging him to say, mommy, you know, say mommy. And he just wouldn't say that for a very long time. I'm like, oh my God, is he sitting behind my back? And as he got older to elementary school age, they had him in a program to work with him, you know, with his, they tested his hearing, his sight. Everything was like, you know, beyond on target. And they was looking at the verbal skills. It was his verbal skills, his verbal communication. That was, you know, the, it wasn't an issue, but that wasn't a strength that he had at the time. So he wasn't communicating properly with anybody. So they begin to put him in this program, you know, as a, you know, a beautiful, a, awesome, you know, program to help children to begin, begin to talk, you know, have speech therapists and things like that. So while I'm still working, you know, I'm still, you know, making sure that my son has what he needs. But I was always told that your son is this, your son that, your son diagnosed with this, diagnosed with that. I was like, I'm not receiving this and I'm not receiving that. So I'm just going to, you have to be patient with every child. My child requires just much more patience. So let me just sit here and deal with it myself. And then I got, and then all of a sudden I came across a, board, a parent from a board of education whose child I took care of. And she said, I wish you would sit there and go through this by yourself. Do you know how many resources you have out here that can help you? Your child be number one first priority to get all the help that he needs. Do you understand? Let me help you. And they begin to work on his speech and work on his comprehension and everything like that. But I realized when he was in, like fifth and sixth grade, I was like, "Okay, how's he doing?" I check up on him out every year. And he was like, "You one of the parents that I'm not a harsh parent, but I'm not going to have you disregard my child. I'm not going to have you have the attitude. You just there for a paycheck. You're not going to do that for anybody's child. Not on my watch. You understand? You dare to do what you're supposed to do, then you're going to get it done. You understand? That's how I feel. Respectfully, that's how I feel. And so I was. I noticed that my son was coming home with all this junk food. And I'm like, I don't give my son candy. I don't give my son sweets. Yes, you know, a sweet to him is an apple or an orange. Like he'd be excited. I'm getting an apple, yes. I'm getting some pears, yes. That's how my son is. And he all just all water, you know. Barely we drunk juice. You know, he did milk, of course. But, you know, I just raised him up with no sugar like that. I mean, you can have it. But on his birthday, you know, it was a really small piece of cake. But, you know, I, I mean, I'm not like that anymore, thank God. It took me to get used to, you know, not being like that. But I was very, very overprotective. And people didn't understand why. Because of all the things that I've been through with my child. But still, though, I'm still a I mean, a disciplinary. I'm still going to discipline my child. I'm still going to teach them in the way they should go. And that goes for any kid that I be caretaking of guys said, be a caretaker off. Excuse my words. But anyway, make a long story short. Um, So I noticed he came home with a lot of candy and a lot of junk food. I'm like, what in the world is all of this? He don't eat sweets. I'm like, he just tearing this stuff up. So I went to the school, and I'm like, you know, um, what's going on? He's in he about to graduate elementary school. He was like, oh, um, well, we bribed the kids here. You do what? That's when he was in Charles County. You do what? We bribe the kids. So if they don't want to do the work order for them to get the work done. We just give them sweets. So we had to keep telling David, you know, get do the work and you get some sweets. And I was like, what in the world? You are bribing my child? He don't even know what a bribe is. Don't you do that to my child. But I'm a very understanding parent. I'm not the parent that yell, fuss, and fight, holler, and pick fights and be disrespectful and that people can't stand. I'm the one that they all love. Like, yeah, I understand. I understand. And they all tell me, they understand where I'm coming from because I talk to them very respectful, very passionate about my kid. Because I teach him in a way he should go. And I expect you to do the same while he's under your care. It don't matter how much more time or, you know, effort you got to put into your teaching when it comes to his level of ability of learning. Don't, his learning ability. Don't do that. You understand? So, got to middle school and my son had favor in every class. I mean, I used to be like nervous. My son is very sweet and he's he's not the type of child that I talk too much. But, you know, he's warming up so much. Like, he's talking, like, to me, he talk a lot. We love a lot on each other. We just, you know, that's how we are. I'm not that with anybody, anybody's kid. I'm just a loving person like that, very affectionate. And I raised them that way. And I, I also, you know, try to wrestle with him to rough him up a little bit, but that's just not him. He's just not. He's rough all by himself. You understand? He's not the one that just do the wrestling thing. He's not, I try to flip him up a couple of times. He don't like that. So I stopped doing, I stopped doing that. And I am just like, you know, that's my kid. That's my boy. I always make sure that my son stays with me. He could go with other people. I don't mind that. But I'm just not going to let my child go with anybody. You understand? Because a child that's, you know, don't, you know, not as verbal, you know, as they ought to be, could be easy taken advantage of. And a lot of times he was. Because he was disregarded in a lot of classrooms. And I wasn't having it, because I realized I, I stay on top of I stay on top of everything. Everything. Nothing get past me when it comes to my child. Nothing. I don't care who you are, how long you've been in the profession. You're not gonna play with my kid. That's not going to happen. And every teacher was already aware of that. Parent of the year always went to Miss Hood, not even mine. And, you know, now I'm going to bring you all the way up to date to now. Uh, the, the school here now shows so much favor. I was like, when I saw his schedule, I was like, oh, God, entrepreneurship. Oh, my God. The uh, branding scholars, branding the statics. Oh, God. Calculus? God. Oh go oh, DJ. I gotta go to school with you, son. Oh God, we're gonna have to be there together. And I was very concerned. And I said, God, we gotta we gotta do something about this. We gotta do something about this. And the teachers, they were telling me, you know, I noticed that your son is not as verbal, you know. And you know, we sit back and we let him, you know, see how much he can do on his own and Things like that. Very sweet. Very well-mannered kid. So many students in the school, you know, love your son because he's so sweet. He's so kind. And been a couple of kids your son gave the coat off his back. And I had no idea. I got on him so bad. I was real like, where's coat? I paid all that money. Where's that? And he wouldn't say anything. I said, you going, You not going to tell me? He said, Mom, are you going to get mad? No, I'm not. Where's the coat? Give out that with a coat. He said, calm down I'm gone. put a coat <laughs> I gave it to another kid. What you mean, did they take it from you? No, they gave. They, I gave it to the, uh, a guy He didn't have a coat And we ran into the same guy And do you know, he happened to be one of the most popular guys in the school You understand And the guy made sure that my son was well taken care of everything. everything My son's so sweet Such a sweetheart but at the same time, he will speak up for it. He definitely, will defend himself. Definitely. But he like to have that as the last resort, not a first resort. I raised him that way. Thank you, Lord, for that. And he was like, "Oh, your son, your son, DJ. Oh, he good. Oh, he good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he gave me a coat. You know what I'm saying? I ain't no coat. You know? But he gave me a coat. You know? I make sure. You know? I make sure he be good. He be good. I was like, Oh, okay. He alright. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, Wow. Um, just that. The the teachers were calling me, it was like, I I kept trying to reach them back. It was like, how is my son doing in class? No one would respond back to me. And they were getting very, I mean, you know, they was like standoffish, not trying to tell me. I'm like, you know, can I go, can I go, I kept going to the office, I need to go up in the school. When no one could come inside your school, you have to make an appointment. You're not going to have my child in. I can't get in there. You got, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. You understand? They said you got to make an appointment. So, you know, I prayed on it and everything like that. And I had a talk with the guidance counselor about my son. And she said to me, We had no idea about, you know, his verbal skills, his learning ability. We had no idea because he appeared to be handling himself very well in class. But we did notice that he's not as verbal, you know. And, you know, his comprehension level, you know, it comes and it goes. And I said, yeah, it's through prayer. Thank God for that, because I was told that he wouldn't even be here today, and he's 14 years old. And I was told that 14 years ago. You understand. And, um... I got a call from the guidance counselor and she was like, you know, they just wiped out every assignment that he had this, this school year. It's only been about, what, three weeks they've been in school. They wiped out everything and just started fresh with my son. Every teacher, let me, oh God, I'm going to cry. Don't cry, don't cry. You've been doing so good all whole time. Every teacher, God. Every teacher goes above and beyond with my son. And I thank God for that. There's nothing but favor in the classroom, which I declare and decree over his life every day. And so do he. We do it together. And when I see his work that he sent home, I say, every day I say, go to school, just try, do something. Don't ever sit there and not do nothing. I know you don't like asking for help because you don't want to feel like you don't know anything, but you can do all things, son, and that stuck with him. I can do it. I will do it. And when I, I thought he, I he had a lot of homework to bring home today, and when I went onto the canvas site, everything was already done, and he did it so well. I said, son, this is not your work. You you copied somebody's stuff? I said, oh my God, is this, did you take somebody's? I said, no, he don't take. I said, but how do you get this? Because this, I know my son, you don't talk like this. You don't use these kind of words. Where did you get this work from? He said, my teacher and Google. I said, you have been Googling stuff? He said, yeah. I said, oh my God. I said, that's my boy. Oh God. <laughs> And the teacher And they all called him was like you have an amazing kid They said let me tell you something We've been working for this amount of years with, With kids and all of this You know it's a whole 18 months of the pandemic And all of that But this is the first time That the guidance counselor has got on us About a specific kid As if we had to stop what we were doing And make sure this kid get exactly what he needs And they actually, you know, in the midst of teaching, they modify his work. And they sit there with him and go over everything he don't understand with him. Because you know what? That's what they are there for. They're there to teach. Every child and every child learns differently. You understand? Everybody comprehends different. And so, by me sharing with the guidance counselor, you know, I had to give her the history to, you know, his report, like, you know, his doctor's report, how he was born, you know, all the surgeries, and, you know, his verbal, you know, his verbal skills, you understand, his cognitive skills, mental ability. I had to give him all of that, and I just thank God that they was like, you know, as far as I'm concerned. Your son is doing excellent. Now that, you know, we were told, now we know, which I was trying to tell, but they weren't responding. And it took prayer and patience. And now the prayers have manifested because I declared and decreed. And so Shelly is established. It's established. And um, I just thank God that you know that every teacher is excited. I don't. I don't care if they think they're not. They show him they want 100% why he's in that classroom. And now that that happened, I got other parents emailing me how they get my email address. Probably my son, and they saying like, "Can you help us get out? kids?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Because our kids are not understanding, comprehending, and they have, you know, verbal, you know, abilities as well as, you know, DJ, David. And they was like, we could put him in another program. We could get a, a certificate when he graduate 12th grade, but your child is special. Every child is special, but we're going to make sure he get his diploma. I know he in ninth grade, we're going to keep him where he is. We don't want to put him in that program just to get no certification as if he completed all years of high school. No, we want him to get his high school diploma. Because he got a certification for every school. He graduated from daycare to elementary to middle school. Now he's going to get a high school diploma. And I was like, wow. They are guaranteeing me my son's success. while I'm not around. And I thank God for that. You understand? Favor in the classroom. And the thing about it is, it opened the door for other parents who didn't have a voice. For their children. A lot of parents don't have their kids go to school because of those specific reasons. Specific reasons. And God had me to open up about that today. I never talk about that. I never do. Because I feel as though, you know, it's nothing to talk about. But God said, testify. Because they said that he wasn't even going to make it the second day he was born. Even the first month, the first year he was born. They already cast him out. And yet he's 14 years old. And it's so amazing how he was born at 8.05 a.m. on Valentine's Day. 2007 and I looked up at God when his heart rate went to zero and I saw his chest go down with the tubes and I said God you are not going to take my son because he's not going home yet and all of a sudden the heart rate went back up and I never heard about the doctors calling me saying that it ever went down again now he had a lot of surgeries after that but I thank God, because you gotta realize an eight-month-old baby heart rate drop when they revive them with the hospital utens- I mean utensils, yeah, the tools they have, it's not even for that size of a child. And on top of that, as you revive his brain and it, you know, it's reprogramming when it don't even have nothing to program, it could cause some delays. And I spoke against the delays. But let me tell you guys something. With patience, everything, and with prayer, there's nothing that God cannot do. I have people tell me that, you know, have my child in this class and special ed. And I even try to sign them up for special ed. But for some reason, special ed always kept putting them back in, the, you know, the regular setting. Whether he was understanding or not, they just had him sitting there. And I, and I did more work at home. I did my best at home. And sometimes, actually, guys, I even got frustrated. I was like, come on, kid, man. You know what? I'm done with this. I'm done with this. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. And I got to realize we can't do that. That's why I said, you know, I thank God that I became the mother that my son needed me to be at a very young age. Cause at first I was like, man, what is this? I got, man, I got, I got no patience with this. Come on, man. Come on, little boy. Get this right, right, son. Come on, son. But I always, you know, I'm, I'm an affectionate, mom, I'm right? You know, down to earth, mom. I always was fun and things like that. But I, you know, at one point I was pushing them, you know, so hard I was pushing them, and I had to realize, no, I'm not helping them. I'm hurting them. Slow it down. Be patient. Be gentle with him. In the area of learning, he's very, very fragile. You know, his, his self-esteem is very fragile. Because he can he noticed the, he could comprehend very well. And he sees the difference from his learning skills and others' learning skills. So be patient. And I said, okay, son. So I always been like a protector over my kid. And the thing is, we are we as parents supposed to be, you understand? Because the reason why it caused me to be even more, even me and my son, we have so much fun at home together. When it comes to somebody else joining in, no, you don't just come in like that with me and my kid, especially around my kid, you understand? And it's because a lot of people have, you know, tried to take advantage of my kid, you understand? I mean it's so much to it guys. Um God said testify, oh God. God, come on, what's up with that? I, I might gotta get some wine off of this one. God, God, I don't want no wine. I don't want that. I don't even know not even gonna go you didn't drink nothing, nothing. It's not a special occasion. <laughs> but seriously, he um, I just put like this he had a bad experience. In the hands of somebody else. And. It was actually an attempt. It didn't happen. And I thank God that it did not. You understand. And they took advantage of my son. Because he wasn't so verbal at the time. To tell me what happened. But they had no idea that me and my son signed. Even though he talked. But he didn't talk to crazy sentences. And we signed. And, he, and the person didn't know that my son could sign. And I was signing. And he signed it to me. You understand? Many a times, God had to calm me down before I, had, you know, made a decision. Because God didn't call me to a prison ministry. And I was didn't even care about going to jail. I had to think about my son. And God had to sit me down. You understand? But anyway, um, I just thank God that, I mean, his, you know, things that he's doing that people thought that. They was like, wow, we see so much progress. You are such a great mom. You are such a great mom. You are so patient with your child. You know, you discipline him. You raise him. You play with him. You teach him. I never seen a 14-year-old like this. Like this. I never did. And, you know, you can teach your kids manners and all that. He's a perfect gentleman. Open up doors. Pull out my chairs. And not just to me. Any woman that's around us, you know. But, you know, my son, I just... I'm very, I don't play when it comes to any kid I have. But my son required much more of my attention due to everything he has been through. And I just thank God that through it all, like, I saw his work today, guys, and he did it on his own. I mean, even though he asked Google, he still did, you know, the typing and the asking of the words that he's not even able to pronounce, like pathology, mythology, and all these words he was, you know, and he sounded them out and got the words and he did a great job. Hold on, guys. DJ, come here. God, I don't want to see me cry to me. Hide my tears, guys. All right. I just want to say that I'm so proud of you. Come in here, you did a great job with your work today. Thank you. You did. I thought that I was going to have to help, but I didn't mind. But you did everything in class. You looked up the big words in Google and three syllable, four syllable words, and you sound them out. And you did a great job. Thanks. In your entrepreneurship class and your every class that you have, you did very really good in the algebra calculus class. You're doing really good, very well, very good. I just want you to know I'm very proud of you because I actually do what in school? Participate. And do what? Ask for help. And what else? Do your what? It, uh, work at school. No, do your best. i mean, be do your best. <laughs> yeah, do your best. Always do your best. Don't ever sit there. And if you need anything, mm-hmm. you do what? Ask for help. Yeah, thank you, I love you I It's like each year gets so much greater And who do we thank for that? Jesus, God, and Holy Spirit Alright, thank God for that In Jesus' name Amen I'm the head, not the tail I'm the head, not the tail <laughs> What else? I'm a button up a niece Greater is he who's And me than he who's in the world By stripes. I'm healed They got me before me No weapon from against me no before the guests you show up. Prosper. On the head and On the head, not the tail. I'm butt, not beneath. Okay. Any more any mm-hmm. more we forgot? We'll do it later. I just wanted to hear them hear you say. Me tell let them hear me say to you that you're doing a great job. Thank And I love you, okay? Me too. Alright, kiss. Love you. Oh, wait, wait. It's alright. Did you ate your food? No, not yet. It's okay. You open kiss on my cheek. Sorry, I didn't mean. Hold on, hold on. I didn't mean. I did. Yeah, it's okay. all right. It's all right. Bye. Right. That's good. That's good. Can you pass me that water over there? Okay. Yeah. Thank you. All right, I'm recording. Okay. All right. Oh, I forgot one thing. Yeah. You're my prince. Yeah. You're my queen. All right. Thank you. Whoa. <laughs> I right, love you. Me right too i just wanted you guys to hear that i didn't have to but i wanted to because he's such a great kid you understand such a great kid and i just thank god for our impartation so much that god used really me to impart into my child you understand i love that but i um what you call it i um I you know, protected my kids so much, and that's what a parent's supposed to do, especially when your child is not as verbal as they ought to be, or, you know, fathers and their mental ability is not where it's supposed to be, but greater is he who's in us than he's in the world. I thank God. He came so far with everything that took place within him. You understand? He, be, he came so far. I'll never forget when he was seven years old. He was like, Mom, how did I get this car? How did I get this car? I said, oh, uh, sit down, son. Might as well go get you a plate, get you some dessert. It's going it's to be a talk. You understand? I thank God that, uh, you know, at 14 years old, a lot of 14-year-olds, you know, do different things. You know, try new different things. My son is not like that at all. When God say raise your kid in the way they should go, <sighs> My son helps other kids. He saw one boy smoking. He was like, his mother was like telling him not to smoke. And, you know, And my son was like, he's not bad. I'm just going to pray for him. That's all. He's not bad. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. He's my friend. He called everybody his friend. I'm like, son. I mean, son, these your friends? Yeah, these all my friends. Everyone is my friend. I'm like, okay, son. <laughs> okay, son. They are. You know, they are. I love my son. He's very sweet, very sweet. But, you know, I just, God just had me get up here and open up about my child because I was so proud of him. I almost broke down when I looked up at his homework, and I was like, oh, my God, all seven classes. You did everything. You're doing exactly what I asked you to do. And the thing is, even if you don't get it done, you know I'm here to help you, son. Don't ever feel like you, you're not able to ask anybody. And for a child to feel, you know, nervous to ask for help, that means that they've been disregarded before when they was asking for help. And a lot of teachers are there just for a paycheck. Honestly, I mean, come on, be real. And, I mean, any job, for real, like people just there on their profession for a paycheck. And you just gotta put your foot down and let them know, not with your kid. It don't matter what you what you going through. Matter of fact, let me pray for you. You understand? And I thank God for that. That He has so much favor in the classroom. God, once He just said to me, I had to walk out the classroom and go to the guidance counselor. No. No, no, because they giving your child college courses that he don't even understand. We're not having that one. Speaking up for me and I'm not even there. Hallelujah to favor, Jesus. And they modify everything. What they said to me is we're going to keep him in every class because he can do it because we just push him and he does it. But we don't push him too far. We just know how far to go through our observation and David is doing very very well. I said, "Well, you know, he's been in a special education program, you know, for, and they was like, "No. I'm telling you, when I mentioned that to any school, they'd be like, "No. He's not going to be in a no special education program. He's going to be in a regular classroom setting." And I was like, "Oh, boy. Um son, you're going to be okay. You're going to be all right. You're going to be okay, son. You understand?" Oh, my God. And I just thank God through prayer and supplication that, you know, everything workout out for is good. You understand? I, I was mentioning special education to every school. They was like, no. 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 We see his history. We see his report. No. We're just going we to go above and beyond to get him what he needs. He's not going to special education because he knows a lot of things. We just got to find ways to pull it out of him. That's all. Your son is very smart. We just gotta find ways to get it up out of him, because the way he thinks is totally different than how others think. He's actually he's too smart for his own good. That's the problem. He's too smart for his own good that it makes no sense. And we try to figure out how can we get that that brilliantness, you know, that you know, out of him. You understand? And yet the people have said that he was delayed in different things in his learning ability, and yet not even knowing that. It's the way that he comprehends. It's the way that he learned. You're just not able to evaluate and pinpoint that factor. Because you don't have the time to do so. Jesus. Matter of fact, you don't make the time to do so. Jesus. Well, I just thank God that uh, my child knows I love him. And I'm always there. I've got his back. I don't play when it comes to the word. Now, I don't don't argue. I don't fuss. I don't yell. I don't do any of that. Never even had to, guys. Never did. But I thank God. I thank God that, Jesus, everything worked out for our good. And all of that happened to my son, all because a man decided to drink heavenly and smoke and doze off behind a wheel. And it's not even about the smoking and drinking. Because people can function and do those things every day. It's the fact that he fell asleep because of it. And the reason how I know. Because he told me he did. Because he said everything in the ambulance. And they happened to have us both in the same ambulance. After the accident. And I wrote him a letter. Because he was very suicidal as to... The lives that he, you know, jeopardized. Because I had a little cousin that was 12 years old who didn't make it out the accident. But in fact, the thing is, she made it out the car alive, but didn't make it out of the helicopter alive. And what happened was they were rushing to get her up on the helicopter and hit her head. And they said, a head trauma due to two sharp objects that they couldn't find in the car. That's what caused her to depart her body. And the two objects they can identify that went inside of her skull was in the helicopter, but they covered it up. But her grandmother did not want to, you know, go further with that. She just wanted to have her just rest. You understand? Just have her. You know, she departed. She's in the kingdom. Just leave it alone. So they got trees and the school got a lot of plaques and college funds and things like that in her name. And my mom was in the car also. She was actually the driver. And, you know, they thought she wasn't gonna make it. They actually had her in hospice. And I had no idea what was going on because I was, you know, getting taken care of with my injuries. And they was like, my mom, you know, they started praying over her, it was like, you know, Nothing we can do. Y'all might as well come and say goodbye. And look at my mother today. You understand? If I show you guys a picture of the car, I just recently actually got rid of it. I used to keep it as a testimony, but it's like, I I didn't want to look at it anymore. If you see how the car was, you'll be like, how in the world did y'all make it out of there? It was bashed from the front all the way to the back. Like we supposed to have been smashed and burnt to the seats. Jesus My God And I just thank God that Everything works out for our good I mean everybody got a testimony guys Everybody does In different areas too But my son you know They was like "This, He's not going to make it If he make it He's going to be a vegetable Your son he's not going to be able to talk Walk do anything and I and I walked him through everything as a mother. I did, I was his therapist. I was his everything. His everything. And I, when I mean everything, everything a mother's supposed to be. And I prayed and God gave me answers exactly what to do and how to do it. Like now I'd be asking God, what do I someone want to eat for lunch, God? That I because I don't, you know, he, he don't, I don't never ask him because I never have to. I just cook and you eat what I fix. But it's like sometimes I want to, I want to just fix what he really likes. So I said, God, what do we want? And God said, he want, you know, he wants some buffalo wings and, you know, french fries. And I made that for him. And he was smiling like, like how she know I wanted this? <laughs> you know, things like that I love. And, you know, he got some of the, you know, the apple pie cobbler in there, you know. And I built up his confidence even more by saying, you can do anything, son. You go to school and all you do is try. Don't you try, do something. Don't never just sit there and do nothing. You can do it. We go over scriptures and declare decree every day. As you hear right now, it's more than that. Every day. But he saw me recording, he you know, he got shot. But I just thank God for that. Because a lot of people were trying to destroy my son's confidence by having him thinking he couldn't do anything or compare him with other kids. No. uh Uh-uh. Not with mine, you're not. And not with anybody else's either. That's not happening. I just thank God for the favor that he has Every teacher is sitting down And going over everything that he may not understand And the thing about it is They was like Miss Hood We barely have to sit with him He's doing Now we found out how he comprehends Your son is too smart for his own good And they thought he was what? Special ed? Nah But the thing is we still, you know there's still more to come You understand? And I thank God for that because They was—they told me he wasn't supposed to be here And if he be here he's going to be a vegetable I thank God for that So much therapy God had me do so much therapy with my son And it wasn't always oh, Easy going guys No it wasn't It was frustrating especially when he was a child It was very frustrating Especially just to do basic things And I'm like oh God Give me patience, Lord. Give me patience. And I thank God that... Um, I know I was a little, little, you know, upset that... Um, I made a baby book in my old, old apartment. That's the one that I, you know, we lost. And... All his, his whole entire baby book, I put everything together. And I put my heart in that book. His first everything, even our... Our bands that we had to go visit when, you know, everything. His band when he was born, identify his name, his name tag that was on the incubator, everything. The thing, you know, they had to put on their heads. I kept everything. Even when his navel fell off, I kept that on the paper that was with the paper clip. I kept all of those things. His sonograms, I kept all of that in that. And that book got trashed. I was like, God, every memory. He- but I thank God that I put a lot of things on Facebook. You understand? A lot of, you know, one thing about me, I keep a lot of chips and discs. So I have a lot of discs and chips that I just put in a computer, you know, in a monitor and, you know, print things off like that. I don't even go to a Costco or somewhere and print them off like that. And God said, "You oh, you never lost anything. Actually, you're going to rebuild. And I said, okay, God, we rebuild. We rebuild. We rebuild. We rebuild. And um, I just thank God for that. You know, I got pictures and things like that. I took a lot of pictures. And I was just like, you know, I just thank God for my kid. You know, I love my kid. I thank God for my kid. Because God answered me. I said, You're not going to take him. And he's so special. He's so special. He knows things so much more than His anointing is much more than mine, actually In certain areas because of his generation And I see it Especially the gift of insight Oh, God He knows before I even do things And I'm like, because he responds to him. like, dang, how you not know about to do this? You know, and try to beat me to it But, I, you know, I gave you guys the testimony of my son Just thank God for my son I was like, you know, I did everything I could when I was pregnant with my son. My best of everything, you know, and for me to have my son early due to being hit by, you know, uh, somebody hitting us, you know, head on collision. You know, I kind of felt bad about my son learning abilities when he was young. I was blaming myself for him. I was like, if I didn't have no baby shower that night, maybe if I would just stay where I was. I was blaming myself so much. And I just thank God that all of that is over. So much favor. Just observing my son and just learning, just pulling things out of him. He has so much inside that needs to be poured out and I'm pulling there. I'm draining. I'm, I'm, I'm just sucking, not draining, sucking him out, sucking everything out of him. You know, at his pace. You understand? I love my son, but I just, God had me give you guys that testimony about my son. I never thought I would give a testimony like that about my son. (laughs) Actually, you know, I don't mind talking about my son and how everything happened. You understand? But I don't just come out and just talk about my son. I don't do that. I thank God for everything. I thank God for the favor that he has at school. Oh, God. Thank you, my father. Father, all the glory and honor belongs to you. I see the Capitol. I lift up the Capitol right now in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. To anybody and any congressman and women, politics, period, I lift it up, Lord, that you receive all the glory, honor, and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. So grateful. Greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. I love you. Thank you guys for listening to what God had me to say to you. God bless.